0: This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast.
1: Hello, my name is Jim Pasmore, and I am so happy to be your host today. Don't worry, we haven't lost Reverend Jane. She will be with us as a speaker, but I will be your host, and I'm so happy to do that. Uh, let's start with our mission statement. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community, embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness. And I'd like to just let everybody know how welcome you are, regardless of your race, regardless of your creeds or religions or sexual orientations. We welcome everybody. Even those who might disparage us, we welcome. And I love a a quote uh, about that. It goes like this. uh, Heretic, rebel, a thing to flout. He drew a circle to shut me out. But love and I had the wit to win. We drew a circle that took him in. And I'd like you to all to have a visual you take away from this as the unity community being a center point of light and love whose circumference is everywhere. Take that with you. And now let's hear from our wonderful sunshine.
2: You are the face of God I hold you in my heart. You are a part of me. You are the face of God. you you are the face of God. You are the face of God. I hold you in my heart. Part of me. You are the face of God Sing one more time. Sing, Sing your face. You are the face of God I hold you in my heart You are a part of me You are the face of God Return to me Return. Return to me
0: with
2: every breath. Return and begin with me with every breath. Return. So return to me again. Return to me. Here you go. Return to me, return to me, with every breath return, and, and begin. of God you are the face of
1: Now we get to hear about celebrations from Claire. Take it away, Claire. <laughs> Good
0: morning, everyone. How are you? And we have lots of celebrations this morning, so I am so glad that I don't have to spend time reminding you all that the annual meeting is today at 1130. It's today. You all remembered that, right? I got dressed up and everything for this, so it's been a while since I've been out of stretchy pants and sweatshirts, so... So, I hope you are all excited and will be joining us. We have some fun things to share. All right, let's get started with celebrations. So, Joy Bologna is celebrating. I am feeling so blessed for the outpouring of love and support from this community as I am regaining my strength and vitality. She had put out a U count that she was not feeling well and needed some help with meals, so people have stepped up in a beautiful way to help her with that. So, we're so glad you're feeling better, Joy um, let's see, Derek Jacobson is saying that he and Lisa are going to be grandparents. Woo! Are you feeling a little old, Derek? <laughs> Congratulations, you guys, really special. Let's see, Christine Hawkins, I am celebrating a new and functioning faucet, thanks to Lisa's brother, Joe. Wonderful, that is always, always a good thing to have, right? Um... Let's see, Carol Rossio is celebrating her dad's 92nd birthday, Bob. Bob is 92 today. Happy birthday, Bob. Um, and then he and his wife just got their second COVID vaccine yesterday. So whew, that's, a, that's very, something to appreciate. So Holly Simonette is a member who now lives in the hill country of Texas, so I was so excited to see her post this morning for her celebration. She says, even though I won't be able to join you this morning, she still has no electricity at their house. Um, she is celebrating that they're home, they're safe, her cats are safe, and her structures appear to be undamaged. Um, she is thawing out. They have a new generator, and they are going to be cleaning up some limbs. So we send... Prayers out and love out to all the people in Texas who are still without power and going to be struggling to get through and cleaning up and repairing damage from the big storm that hit there. So we're glad you are safe, Holly, and doing good. Matthew Laughlin is celebrating. He said, I'm celebrating. I bought and installed successfully a gas fireplace stove and that I will be getting satellite installation training in Massachusetts for four weeks in March. Woohoo, Congratulations, Matthew! Okay. Yes, a couple on undo- Zoom. So I, I told you, we got a lot of celebrations today. So Jim Pazmore put in that he says, I am celebrating the grand dream we collectively envision, a coalition of like-minded, spiritually-oriented organizations connected in loving community. That's a little spoiler alert for our annual meeting, maybe. So I don't know. You, if you're not sure what that means, you might want to come to the annual meeting. Anne-Marie is celebrating that she got her second vaccination, so she is fully vaccinated. Let's see. We had another one just pop up. Carol Fox is celebrating the healing, joyous voices, voices of Eric, Victor, and Dave, always bringing her to tears. And I do. I watch her on Zoom. She's always crying, you guys, every time you sing. (laughs) Let's see. Hannah Welk. I'm celebrating my son Clark, who is a first grader, having returned to in-building school instruction this past week. After 11 months of homeschooling, he is delighted to be able to see his friends again. And I've been hearing that from a lot of kids, kiddos who just are so excited to be, be around with their classmates. Um... We had a couple, Manissa is celebrating, she's celebrating the life of her grandpa, Binny, who passed, and so she wanted to remember him. We have Michelle Schroeder, who is celebrating, her daughter had a baby named Meta yesterday, so she's super excited, love when cute little babies are born. You got to post some pictures for us, Michelle, on our group page, and let's see, was that... Was that it? Let me just go. We've got different chat rooms that I've got to be monitoring. Okay. And, and we've got an annual meeting. Okay. And we've got to wrap it up. So no more celebrations. Just share, share in the chats if you've got more things. Okay. And back to you, Jim.
1: Thank you. Thank you. That was great, Claire, as always. I love your energy. So uh, we're going to take that energy into prayer now. Uh, before we do, I'd like to remind you, that uh, you can fill out your prayer uh, online. You can click in the description on this video. And uh, everyone uh, has the opportunity to do this, and it's so important to do this. Uh, I want to tell you about a success story uh, with prayer. Uh, I have a very dear friend whose baby wasn't eating for almost two weeks, and our whole community got behind her in prayer. And after 12 days, only a few days after we started praying, she began to eat again. And she's only like 10 months old, so this was really critical. So everybody, thank you for your prayers. It's so important. Uh, So let's go into prayer now. Let's just know that right here and right now, we are here to support and bless all those people who have been affected by the storms of nature, uh, by the power outages, by the lack of water, by the lack of shelter. And we see each and every one of these people being supported by our prayers, by community around them, Uh, food being supplied, uh, shelter being supplied, uh, water flowing easily and pure water coming in. Uh, We just know that even with this Pineapple Express coming into our Cascade Mountains, that good will come out of everything that nature ever does. One way or another, we're going to come out of this bigger, better, stronger And more able to handle each and every one of these opportunities for growth and evolution, and so it is.
2: See the person with us.
1: That was absolutely uh, engaging and energizing. I just love that song. Thank you. Uh, So let's do our affirmative prayer together. Love is our ultimate reality, everywhere present and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer healed and illumined by love. And so it is. And let's take that into a meditation now. So I'd like each of us here and at home to go to that space, that quiet space within. Please close your eyes if you're willing. Get comfortable Take a few deep breaths. And you know how. You know how to bring yourself to that wonderful center of your being, that place of peace, that place of stillness, that place where the imagination can take you anywhere that you want to travel. And so from this space... Let's, in our imagination, begin a path through the woods, a wonderful path. It's beautiful. You love everything about it, the smells, the sights, the sounds, the birds, the little squirrels rustling in the branches. And as you continue to walk through the woods, you come to a clearing. And in that clearing, you see this bright light, and you realize that there are people coming from every direction, each on their own path. And they're all converging in this clearing. And they're all looking together and being attracted to this wonderful bright light. And as the bright light settles, you see it manifesting into this beautiful, amazing place that attracts you. You just want to go over and be closer to it. So you walk toward it and you come to fountains. And you think how beautiful that water is flowing clean and pure. And you walk into this area where everyone is gathered. And you see all your friends, family, all in unity, hugging each other. And as you walk in, they see you, they all come over. And that you get this wonderful group hug. And you feel so loved and so loving. And then the crowd parts, and you look ahead, and you see a shine, a shining sign that says, Welcome to the hearth. Oh my gosh, you're so attracted to this now. And you, as you step through a portal to enter into the sacred space, it's as though you're being cleansed from everything. Everything any disease, any problems, any issues, any baggage. It's all just being swept away, and you look behind, and you smile and laugh and say, oh, how easy it was to let go of all that as it disappears into its native nothingness. And now you see all these chairs about, and you wonder, where am I supposed to be? And suddenly, one of the chairs begins to almost shine a light to you And you find your perfect place and you sit in your perfect chair and you settle in so beautifully. And as you look around, you see the beauty all around you. You feel the wonder. You smell sounds. uh, You smell the smells of cooking uh, from a kitchen nearby. You hear the sounds of people being joyful. And then as you become quiet, You hear a still small voice. That still small voice says, Close your eyes and know that I am with you. And as you close your eyes, you begin to think about all the friends that were here with you, but you also think about the friends you've missed that are maybe far away or that have made their transition. And as you do, the still, small voice says to you, with friends and family, there's no such place as far away. And you begin to see through the darkness all these points of light. And each one of them has a name that you recognize, a friend that's no longer here, family member. And they draw close, and they swirl around you with its wonderful light. And then you think to yourself, I want this feeling to be here always. And like in a dream, you're lifted up above all of this wonderful beauty, and you see this shimmering manifestation of all of our dreams. And you look down, and suddenly it turns into a temple of beautiful colors. And the temple rises up into the air and it comes right into your hands as it shrinks to the size to fit your hands, and you put it right into your heart. And you hear again the voice. It says, as you are in my heart, I am in your heart. And as you come back to your place where you're sitting, you tap your heart three times to tell yourself, that anytime you want to, you can come back to this wonderful place. It's always there for you because it's in your heart. And so it is.
3: Every man has a place in his heart, there's a space, and the world can erase his fantasies. Take a ride in the sky, on our ship, fantasy. All your dreams will come true right away.
1: Soul Shine, so much for that. It's now my pleasure to introduce a dear, dear friend whom I've known for many years and who's been as close as any friend. Uh, Why? Because she exhibits pure love. She is love in its essence, and you are blessed with the opportunity to hear her talk about dreams. Jane, please take it away.
4: For when dreams go, life is as broke as a barren field covered in snow. It's so important to hold fast to our dreams. But I think...
1: Something may have come unplugged. How about now? I will start. I'll I'll start again. Okay. Take two. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Okay. Take two. (laughs) So, I want to start with a poem by Langston Hughes, uh, a poet from the middle of the 20th century who writes about the Black experience, and I have always loved this poem. Hold fast to dreams. For if dreams die, life is a broken-winged bird that cannot fly. Hold fast to dreams, for when dreams go, life is a barren field covered in snow. Our dreams are so important. And one of the things that I think we need to think about is worth. Are we worthy of our dreams? And are our dreams worthy of us? Mary Morrissey, who was the head of LEC in Portland, some of you know her from that context. She has done many of the Prosperity Plus classes that we've taken, and she's um, kind of the queen of dream builders. She talks about five characteristics of a worthy dream so I invite you to think about a dream that you hold in your heart right now maybe it's a dream to have a baby maybe it's a dream for a new business maybe it's a dream to have a partner in your life maybe it's a dream to expand your experience in some area so the first quality is does this dream light you up does it live in your heart? And if it lives in your heart, that's the first qualification. You have to really, really care about it. Secondly, is this dream something that aligns with your core values? if it doesn't align with your core values, it's not worth your energy. That's so important. Third, is this dream something that will require you to grow? If you already know how to do this just as you are, it's not a worthy dream. It's past tense. You have to... In partnership with this dream, call forth something from yourself that is not there today. Fourth, is this dream something that requires the help of a higher power? So much like the third one, it needs something more than what the current you has to give, and it needs it from something higher. It needs to be able to pull in angels from everywhere, in order to make it happen. You don't know how right now. If you know how, your dream is too small. Even take if your dream is to have a baby. Well, yes, you do know the facts of life. You've learned them by now. So theoretically, you know how to make a baby. But do you Do you? Beyond the biology, how does this amazing baby come forth? Did you know how to do that? You did not. None of us do. It's something that is so important to let this be something that we partner with the divine in order to bring forth. And finally, the fifth quality is, is there good in this dream for others? It can't be a self-centered dream. Again, taking the idea of the baby, is there good in this for others besides the couple who is conceiving this baby? Yes, this, this baby is going to come forth and bless the world. If you want a partner And you might think, well, that's selfish. That's just for me. But this partnership that you create expands the light that either of you have in the moment. And this light is a blessing for the planet. Who knows who you as a couple will inspire? It is definitely a worthy dream. So you have to ask yourself these questions to decide if your dream is even worthy of you. And then, once you have decided that it is, you have to examine, are you worthy of the dream? So I'm going to say to you right now that if the dream has come to you, just know you are worthy. You are a divine creator, and you have created this dream from the divinity, the power of imagination and love that reside within you. Now, you may be tempted to think you're not worthy of the dream. Who am I to have this dream? You might say to yourself, who am I to be so bold? I know you know the Marianne Williamson poem about shining your light and and not telling yourself you're less than. But I want you to think about some of the people that, you're likely to know. I, I don't know if you were a fan of American Idol and Brit, Britain's Got Talent and all of those shows, but if you were, you saw firsthand when it happened. And if you weren't, you probably have seen it on YouTube because it's definitely gone viral. There's a woman whose name is um, Susan Boyle. Mm-hmm. And Susan Boyle stood up on the stage of, a, of Britain's Got Talent and they asked her what her dream was. And she said she wanted to be able to sing like Elaine Page. And you could see the reaction in the audience and among the panelists. Because Susan Boyle was frumpy. She 47. She, she did not look glamorous in any way. And for some reason, we've got the idea that to be able to sing, you need to look glamorous, which is a pretty ridiculous idea. But it's, it's an idea that's out there, isn't it? And so as you watched the audience, it was very evident, and they confessed to it afterwards, that they were cynical. How is she possibly going to be able to ever sing like Elaine Page? And then the music begins, and she opens her mouth, and every jaw in the audience dropped. She has an incredible voice, and she has gone on to record many albums. She, she just is an angel in her voice. Peter Potts was another one. He wanted to sing, Paul Potts, he wanted to sing opera, And again, they looked at him and he he had struggled all his life with confidence and he didn't look like somebody who would be likely to be able to sing. Again, judging by appearances. And so here's this whole audience representing the voices outside of you who tell you what you can and cannot do. But Paul was not limited to what the outer world thought. He knew what he could do. And when he opened his mouth, you saw him step into his dream. And he has a beautiful operatic voice. You have a dream, and you may be telling yourself that it's not possible for you. You're dreaming too big, getting too big for your britches. You don't listen. Do not listen to that. If it came to you, it's meant to come through you. Just like the baby we talked about, you don't have to know how it happens. You just have to exercise your own divine authority and authorize yourself as worthy of this dream. Once you have decided that you're worthy of it, you have to hold fast to the dream. In unity, we talk about the 12 powers. So you have to begin by understanding that the Christ of us, the divine idea of us, is filled with powers. And we describe that as 12 powers, like the 12 disciples that, that surrounded the Christ And four of these powers are really critical in our ability to hold fast to dreams. The first power involved is love. We have to love that dream. Our love and desire for it keeps us tethered to the dream. The second one is faith. We have to have faith that this is possible. You know, in the Bible, it talks about, Jesus says, if you have faith, you can move mountains. He doesn't mean literally, like the three sisters, you're going to move them someplace else. He means a mountain is representative, symbolic of obstacles. It's something that seems so big, so impossible. How could we possibly ever do that? Whatever your dream may be. You will hear that voice in your head. I guarantee you, if it is a worthy dream, you will have the thought, we can't do that. That's too hard. We could never do that. But if you have faith, if you believe that with the help of a higher power you can, then you will. And you also exercise the third power, which is called dominion. And dominion, in this context, it's like you you bring out the inner monarch in you, and you say, this will be so. And you refuse to give authority to those voices that tell you something else, that tell you this is too hard, that tells you we don't have enough, that tells you you don't have what it takes, you're not a candidate Nobody will like this. Nobody will listen. This is stupid. All of those voices, you exercise the power of dominion and you say, Stop! Enough! I believe. I love. And then you exercise the power of understanding. And understanding is... Understanding where does this dream come from? What is this dream? And this is something that's really important. I think we treat our dreams as commodities. Something that is outside of us. And we tell ourselves, well, I have to get to the dream, or I have to get the dream, but we put it outside of ourselves, and that is a mistake. Our dreams and we are one. When I think about myself, it makes all the difference who I think I am. If I define myself according to my ego's opinion of myself, I do not have what it takes, no matter how hard I try. But if I define myself as the Christ of me, and what does that mean? We think of Christ, and some people think it was Jesus' last name, which is not true. The Christ means the template, the divine idea of what is possible. So from all creation, there is this idea of what could be and Jesus is called Jesus Christ because Jesus leaned into that possibility that template and his light kept expanding until he filled it out into all the ways it could be filled and his reputation and his power continue through the ages because he did he became the Christ, but that is not something that was just for him. He said again and again, everything that I do, you can do. And so we need to realize that each one of us is in potential the Christ. We, there is a divine idea of us. There is a divine idea of unity community. There is a divine idea of our dream and they are all one and the same. We, are, we cannot put them outside of ourselves. We need to recognize, this is who I am. I remember my nephew, Jordan, when he was four years old, one of his uncles said, oh, Jordan, you're so cute. I would just want to keep you like this. Put a brick on your head so you don't grow. And he very proudly stood up and he said, no way. I'm growing all the way to college. So, and today, he, he's a beautiful young man with so many talents that could not be seen. Cute as he was as a four-year-old. And if you have a four-year-old in your life or a little toddler, you know, they're so darling. You, you do want to, on some level, just keep them, right? Just like they are. You don't want that time to slip away. And yet, every year, they become more and more and more of who they are. And they'll never stop growing. And if you are in your 80s, you still haven't stopped growing. You are. You are the divine expressing. And your dreams are what you do. Martin Luther King Jr. said, I have a dream. And his dream called him forth. His dream called him forth to be more than he could have imagined. And it brought other people with him. And his dream is still unfolding. Even after his body is gone, his dream has not gone. His dream has a life of its own. Just as with our children, who will outlive us, hopefully, and will go on to do things that we could not even imagine Our dreams are alive and like a baby in the womb that goes on to be born and grow and develop and dream and create. Our dreams have that level of power too. Our dreams will attract others who want to play with them. Our dreams will do good, will be a blessing in this world. We need to understand that about our dreams. And when we do, we can do what seems to be impossible. There is a woman who lives in Ecuador. Guaya, what is it? Guar, Guaya Kiel. I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly. But her name is Nelsa Cubela Cara. She is an older woman. And she has gone into this area that is filled with young people who are in gangs. There's tremendous violence there. And she had a dream to reach out to these people. She said, diamonds do not grow except in the mud, in the darkness. And these people are considered scum, these young people. Nobody wants to be around them. They're afraid of them. But she decided she's not going to be afraid of them. These are children of God. These are beautiful beings. They were once babies in their mother's arms. Even though society has treated them harshly, the problem is not with them. The problem is with the society that treated them that way. And so she goes into their area with no fear in her heart, but with this strong faith that love is the greatest power, that service is a power, and she loves them and she connects with them and she changes their reality. The area that she works in today is called Barrio De Pas, that means the city of peace. She has, in, there's a beautiful YouTube video that talks about her, her um, experience there. And, and all the kids are, are speaking too. And they're talking about like, I'm, I'm going to school. I'm going back to school. I, I want to do this in life. I want to do that in life. I have a child, and I'm going to make sure that child stays safe. I'm going to protect my child. They have passions that are coming forth because they have been valued as human beings by one woman. One woman had that power. And you are no different than she is. You have a dream. We as a community have a dream. It's a dream that comes forth from deep inside us, that excites our passion. And we have a charge to exercise our dominion, to just push out of the way any voices that say we cannot do this, to be so in love as a community, to be so in love with our mission to embody love, to awaken spiritual consciousness, to be so in love with that, that the dream flows forth conceived by that mission And it has everything it takes and draws to it whatever it doesn't have. That's how dreams work. And when we know that, there is no dream that is impossible. No dream at all. So embrace your dream. Impossible as it may seem. And let it become a reality. Namaste.
2: To dream the impossible dream To fight the unbeatable foe To bear with unbearable sorrow the brave dare not go to right the unrightable wrong, to love pure and chaste from afar. Without question or pause To be
1: Amazing. All of you musicians have just put that together so perfectly. So, the, the, oh, the inspiration that came from that. Thank you. Thank you. And Jane, your talk, I just loved it. Wasn't it great? I mean, oh, my gosh. And uh, we're going to talk about announcements, but I want to, before I do that, say that metaphorically part of the announcements are going to be that we are birthing. We are birthing. Uh, this wonderful child uh, that all of us are going to be part of uh, giving birth to. And so we want you to come to the annual meeting at 11.30 to 1 o'clock. It's on the website and on Zoom. So please join us. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be absolutely the most exciting, interesting, amazing annual meeting you've ever attended. (laughs) Woo! My personal guarantee. I guarantee you'll be surprised if it doesn't happen. No, it will. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, you also are asked to renew your membership if you haven't already. Some of you have done it already. Thank you so much. For those that haven't, please jump on the website, and you can just click on renew the membership, and you'll be able to fill the form out straight away. There's a health and wellness ministry coming up tonight with William Gregory from 6.30 to 7.30, and I really love the quote that he had on there from Oscar Wilde. It says, Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. It's a famous quote, and I have another famous quote from a famous guy, Jim Pasmore, and it goes like this. Uh, Hang on. It's coming. Okay. It's my quote. Uh, I'll be me, no, I'm stuck with me, you're stuck with you, so to yourself, always be true. I should have written it down, but there it is. <laughs> okay. It will be famous someday. Finally, Spirit Group host training this Thursday, 5 to 6.30, and uh, you can sign up with Kevin if you're not already signed up for that. Check our calendar for all the upcoming events. And now, uh, if you would like to contribute, this is your opportunity To give back to this community that's given so much to each of us. Uh, It has been a community that has grown in every way, and we have all grown with it. So be generous with your offerings and keep us operating uh, to full capacity. Okay, Uh, the link to contribute is in the video description, or you can mail it, sail it in, bring it in, whatever. (laughs) Okay, let's have our song, I Am So Blessed.
2: In my soul, I just want to say thank you, thank you. I just want to say thank you, thank you. I just just want to say thank you.
1: From the love love of of pure pure spirit within within us, us, we We bless bless these these gifts. gifts. We We send send them them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly, and so it is. And now the prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. God enfolds me. I, am God. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. The, of protects me. the presence. Uh, I, am the of I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. Watches over me. I, am I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is because I am.